This is Breakthrough with AJ Barrera. Hey, you're tuning in Breakthrough. I'm your host, AJ Barrera, and I got my lovely co-host and wife. This is Jennifer. How are you guys doing today? Aren't you so sexy with that voice? I don't know. Am I? <laughs> Not like that. Not like that, though. No, no, no. Don't have... do that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually had people that have commented on the board that, that Jennifer has a sexy voice, so AJ's allowed to comment that. Well, thank you, and you're I, welcome. I, I, I'm not allowed to say that, but AJ's allowed to say that. Why not? <laughs> AJ's blushing. <laughs> I know, I know. So, so here's the thing. You know, I am super, super, super stoked on today's show. We have world-renowned medium, trans medium, Suzanne Northrup. Don't know who she is. You're Avalu people because she's freaking awesome. She's unbelievable. <laughs> Love I mean, her energy. Yeah, she has like over 30 plus years in the industry of helping people and assisting people, of bringing them through like some sort of new recovery of bridging that connection with people who have lost their loved ones um, on the other side. In addition, she has wrote three books, specifically Everything Happens for a Reason, published in four different languages. And the second book is called Second Chances, Healing Messages from the Afterlife. And her newest release book is called um, A Medium's Cookbook, Recipes for the Soul, which is one of my favorites. So if you guys haven't checked any of her books out, unbelievable gal. Yeah, The Recipes for the Soul, that's that's a book for the people who are really not kind of that adept to the, to the information. I think it's more instructional for um, tapping into mediumship. Absolutely. And, and I think it's people, it helps people kind of go through the grieving process and, and help them move where they need to move to to kind of evolve in their life today. I mean, she's even a mentor to John Edward and so many different people, and even including myself. Like, she didn't personally mentor me, but I've, this is a woman I look up to in, in the field and and truly to have one of these kind of, uh, what do you call them, a, a matriarch, a matriarch, you know, kind of a part of this thing, you know, that's like, I'm, I'm the Mecca. She's almost like a Mecca, seriously. Yes, yes. You know, and for those of you who don't know what a trance medium is, um, a trance medium, basically they just, they, it's an altered state of consciousness where the conscious state of the medium temporarily steps outside of their self and allows spirit to, to guide them and speak directly through the organism of the medium. So it's, it's almost like channeling, right, AJ? But it, it, it really is pretty intense to, um, to be a trance medium. And it has nothing to do with spirit possession. They have to allow and they have to accept for the, the spirit to speak through them in order to do the demonstration of transmediumship so i just wanted to throw it out there because we do not have a lot of these out there no and she's one of the few that's out there that still practices it and we'll explain a little bit more about suzanne northrop right after this you're listening to breakthrough with aj barrera Susan, it's AJ Barrera. How you doing? Uh, hi, AJ. I'm doing well. We are going to prep the call for you. Um, we are going to just take one caller because due to time and whatnot. But um, do you, how much do you want to know about the caller? Um, I can give you... I don't really want to know anything. I, you know, I know for sake of radio, because I do tons and tons of radio, um, is that uh, you know, I know they want to direct and to the point and yada yada and all that stuff. Correct. So, you know, just basically, you know, their name, like who they want to connect to, like mother, father, brother, whatever it is. Doesn't mean, as you well know, doesn't mean right. they're going to show up, but they may show up with a whole other. <laughs> right. People, you know, <laughs> if I guess it's coming for dinner, we just like really kind of never know. So, trust me, I've done this 
for a very, very, very long time. 30 plus years, Susan. Suzanne, so well, 30 plus. 30 plus, exactly. <laughs> I always say 30 plus. We won't even go into the next number. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I was probably one of the first people who even did any media. Right, oh, wow. absolutely. You were one of the one of the mediums that I looked up to, and and Char Mongolis and, and George Anderson. Like, I mean, a lot of great people that are there, and I'm so blessed along my path. You guys pay that path for me, so I'm very blessed and fortunate. That's great. Well, actually, George and I were the only mediums on the East Coast, uh, and we were like the only ones that did any kind of media. So wow, you know, and uh, I I have to say, knock on wood, you know, I was a lot more embraced. Than he was. He 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 got burnt a few few right. few, few times. <laughs> oh no. yeah, yeah, I yeah. know. You got to be yeah. careful in this industry. So, yeah, so boy, you're not kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you really know it in your town. So I mean, oh yeah, you know, uh, it's yeah. pretty yeah. ugly. Yeah, <laughs> you know they're just they're really they're, you know out there is a whole other story. You know they're they're a little more forgiving in New York because it's just sort of like you know. If you can't do it, then get the hell out of the room. I mean, right. You know, there's no, there's no smiling and being nice and, like, you know, then slabbing, stabbing you in the back later. That's, that's what right. it is. So, right, absolutely. You know, so in a lot of ways, I mean, for me, that was uh, that was a great thing because, you know, I, I did my stuff in California, but I moved back to New York, and it was just like there wasn't anybody who was doing what I was doing. So. Oh, wow. Suzanne, hi. I'm the producer, Wade. Uh, the, the, hi, Wade. Wh- uh, nice to meet you, by the way. Thank uh, you. Uh, so uh, we have one phone line here, which we're running you through, and then the caller, this is going to get tricky, so it's <laughs> going to be a little weird. So we're going to put her on speakerphone, and I'm going to put that up to the microphone, and it's going to be a little weird. So bear with us on that. If it doesn't work, we'll have AJ sort of paraphrase some of it during okay. the call itself. So You're listening to Breakthrough with AJ Barrera. Hi, Suzanne. Uh, my brother passed away 16 years ago. Had been trying to become pregnant while he was ill, but it wasn't happening, so I put it off. And weeks after he passed away, I found that I was pregnant. And then um, I had my son nine months later, and it has been quite apparent to myself, my family, and a lot of my brother's friends that my son is just like my brother in his mannerisms, personality, everything. I want to know could my brother's soul have come back? And my son. Okay, that's a very, very long involved question, Christine, but I'm going to give you the short version of that is quite honestly, I do not think it's your brother that's incarnated to your son, but what I will tell you is this, is that your brother has been very influential in being around your son. So when, 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 our, when our loved ones, our, when they've made their transitions, they, they often will appear or be very influential in connecting with young people, particularly if there's a very strong connection, which of course there would be because it would be his nephew. Do you understand that? I think so, yes. Okay. So, I, I so what, what I'm trying to say to you, in, in a, and, 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 and to be really to, uh, very clear and very honest with you about this, this is not like not a set rule like one equals two equals whatever it is. Do you, do you know what I'm saying to you? But I honestly don't think your brother has come back that fast, to be quite frank with you. But what I will tell you is, is he is very involved and influential in being around your son. That I will tell you. Okay. Okay? Right. Now, yeah. it's really odd because um, I – now, just really quick here. You were with your, the boy's father when your brother was still here? 
yes. Yeah, because he's telling me he knows the father quite strong. But it's interesting because this child, which is probably why you're getting it the way it is, has what I call a lot of your blood or a lot of your side of the family blood. I mean, I know his father was a participant, but I'm just telling you that there's a lot of what we call energy from your side of the family. Do you understand that? Yes. So just, you know, and you'll, 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 you'll kind of mention that to her. Now, I'm also going to tell you this quite literally. From the way your brother comes through here, he's telling me he had a fast passing, like, boom, here was here, he was gone. Quite strong. Well, he had cancer, but it, it wasn't quite fast. Uh, well, but I'm going to tell you, if I'm getting a fast passing, then he must have exited very fast through this process because I'm getting like, we, we were like going through this really quick. And I'm gathering we were going through this really quick because my guessing is, from, from, from what I'm gathering from him, is not wanting to put the people here living connected to him through a whole lot of stuff when he knew at the point that this happened with him, he was going to pass. I mean, it's like it's, there's no, no question about it. Now, uh, I'm, I'm also going to tell you, I don't know what this means, because I don't know where you are. I don't have any idea where anybody is over there. But um, he keeps showing me water being really like a big deal to him. So I don't know if he had a thing for water. He lived near water. Water was a, like a, a passion of his. There's been some connection with you and the boy and him with water. But uh, it, it, it's a very, very powerful connection from what he's telling me. So there's something about that. He just kind of wants to share that with you quite literally. Now, I will also tell you this. He says, without a question, he's had major visitations to this child since he's passed. That I can tell you. Now, um, I don't know if he's making reference to himself or somebody else who's connected to him, but I'm hearing a very strong male with an M name, like there's a Mark, there's a Matt, like there's a Mike, something like that. I don't know if that's directly connected to him directly, but he's giving me that. And sometimes when I get names, it's first or middle, but he's being very strong about that person connected. You know a person with the M name, like Michael, Mickey, like Mark, uh, Mark with an M name? That's very, very close to my brother. They were in a band together, yes. Absolutely. So, so what, what Suzanne is picking up here is a basically kind of his way, kind of saying hello to this individual and giving the love there, correct? Right. And it's interesting because I, it, it feels like her, her brother was what I call kind of like the center person in that family in terms of connection. So his absence would have been extremely effective for, for many people. Wow. For wow. many people. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, and, and again, that's where this is kind of all tied in. And it's interesting because I'm also gathering, and I don't, I don't think it's a conflicted, conflicted thing, but I, I really get the sense that the cousin, in some way, wants to be involved with this boy as respect to her brother. And I don't know if it, there's either a physical distancing or there's an emotional distancing. There's something that he's either reluctant or he wants to be invited in. When my who that is, doesn't know my younger son would always say how much he reminded him of my brother, and it was very uncanny. It would make him very emotional. And then, of course, when my cousin disappeared, we haven't heard from him. When he did contact me yesterday, he did ask me about my younger son and how he's doing. So I, I think he wants to. I think he's trying to get straight and wants to be involved with family, and which I hope. Yeah. Well, that that again, that's what I'm picking up. So it's it's almost like sometimes. We have to, you know, give people the cues to invite them in, particularly if there's a child that's involved. But clearly, somehow, I'm gathering, he's getting messages from your brother, quite honestly, about that this is kind of the, 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 the deal. This is the deal. Like, he obviously wants him to step in, and, and since there's such a strong connection. But I think he's going to be taking his cues from you, Christine, about how far we should or we shouldn't go with that situation. So it's almost like everybody's, you know, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of emotional stuff here, 
and, and I know it had to do with how strong your brother was within the family. And when you get what I call a center people within the family, um, and there's loss within them, it, it, everybody is like on eggshells, and everybody is emotional, and everybody's trying to take their cues from wherever that, that you know, the loss of that center person is. Um, but I, I think it's all wonderful, and I think it's all wonderful for this little boy. I really appreciate it. Suzanne, that was unbelievable reading. I mean, our hairs were rising here. And I don't even have any hair that's very long here. So, <laughs> Well, I think, you know, you really validated a lot of things that, you know, even though if it was too hard to hear, um, you know, the validations, everything that you're bringing through is what she, in fact, said. And I think that she said that the cousin was a band member, bem- member with the brother. So uh, it sounds like they were pretty connected uh, as far. Yeah. So it sounds like there was a great loss there, of course, naturally. But. Right. Um, everything right. that you validated as far as the son and, you know, his presence being around and the fact that I guess he kind of fell off the face of the earth for a little bit. They, he was MIA. I'm not really sure she wasn't um, very detailed, but she said that he just called her yesterday. So thank you so much for taking her well, call. Well, you know, they, they, uh, they do this. Well, you know this, AJ. I Absolutely. Mean, they, they do, they, you know, they, it's, it's like, you know, people say like, well, why would they come to me? Because they're going to come to the one that's going to pass on the information. So, Correct. Right. <laughs> they're not going to choose somebody who's not going to follow through. They're going to choose somebody that is going to follow through and be strong enough, you know, to, to, you know, to, you know, like listen and basically listen and then pick up the phone and do, do what you're supposed to do. But yeah. you know, with this, so much of us, you know, we, we don't do that because it's very hard for us to kind of wrap our, our heads around this whole thing that, you know, we, we, uh, we have to take a big leap, you know. We got to take a big leap that it is it is for fact for them, you know, that are that are that are coming through. Right. So, you know, I, I have like tons of analogies, but my 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 new recent one because I live in the Northeast here, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's ever. Well, I know at some point the snow snow is going to go away. <laughs> <laughs> at some point, but I, we're I'm, still I'm waiting. Positive, even though we're in spring. But, right. you know, I was, um, you know, I was I was doing a workshop this week, and and I'm looking out at the snow, and I I'm, I'm saying to myself. You know, it's actually, it's a very perfect analogy because it's almost like the snow is covering this ground, but you know underneath it, even if you can't see it, you know there's going to be buds that are going to come out. So that's right, really right. what happens in terms of our connections. It's just like, just because you can't see it, just because of, quote, we know there's no one way of proving this, although God knows for the last, you know, glob of all my entire lifetime, <laughs> right. you know, I've done all of those things from this study to that study to, you know, this Whatever it is. Right. But the thing is that even if, just because you can't see something doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Amen. Absolutely. And, and so, it, you know, the, I, I kept looking at it. I'm like, that's like a perfect analogy because, you know, when you think about the seasons, it's like, you know, in the, the dead of winter, which doesn't exist for you guys, but the dead right. of winter, <laughs> you know, um, is, is, it, that's really what it is. It's like nothing is green and everything is, you know, is, is dormant. And then all of a sudden, like, this is this magical thing that happens in spring that is just like, it's breathtaking. And, and you just... You just look out there and you just start now. Now the birds are starting to come out because the birds have been freaking out in the winter. I mean, right. <laughs> a lot of things have been freaking out in the Northeast this year, but particularly this year. So it's like now the, the robins are coming out because they know, and even though there's still snow on the ground and it's, it's going to take us a while to melt, just because you don't see it does not mean it doesn't exist. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and, and not to interrupt you, I think a great part of it that just popped in my head is a great, uh, I guess, analogy or metaphor is that. You know, I kind of think of the snow as part of the grieving process as well. You know, it takes time for it to melt yes, and, and go exactly. through it. it. It's unbelievable. Well, that's what the old man winter is about. It's about the end of death. Right. <laughs> you have to have that before you have the spring. Absolutely. And that's what's so wonderful about the seasons. Is it's it's, it's a, the, the perfect. It's not only perfect, but it is the reflection of our lives. Because that's what we go through in our own personal lives. 
And so nature has always been, you know, uh, the, the, the key ingredient. And I, and, and I know I can't possibly imagine how people would never think that there's the greater source when it comes to nature and the reflection of it. It's, it's just so, so prevalent. And so you, you see these seasons, and that's why it's talked about everywhere. It's talked about in the Bible. It's talk, and so it really is about, and we have those seasons in our lives, and we have, we have different deaths in our lives, separate, obviously, from the physical ones. But, you know, and, and then there's a life force, and then there's, then there's the summer, and then there's the fall, and you need every one of them. You know and, what, Su- um, Susanna, I wanted to share with you, I lived in Minnesota for like about a year, right? And I didn't realize how long the winter lasted when I noticed that there was still snow in you know the dead of march mm-hmm. and you know when i happened to look out the window i noticed this like i don't know it was strange i happened to say what why does this look so different and there was like this gleaming bright um sunlight ray coming through the window and i thought oh my god that looks so amazing and i didn't realize how long i hadn't seen it you yeah. know it'd been like eight months exactly. or something like that and you know yeah. your work is through light right i mean it always comes through light and love yeah I, i'm curious do you see always light or or is there you know negative undertones to doing this work at all there, there never has been for me i mean people okay. have asked me that question from the beginning i mean first of all this is the only only job i've ever had so oh, wow. You know, wow. Me, I, I, i've never done anything else uh because i had this as a kid and this is wow. kind of obviously what i was supposed to grow up and do but for me you know my you know when people ask me you know if i've ever had issues with dead people i go no only living people that's the same issues i hate i say most i mean i i don't want to say that they're pains in the asses but but the, the thing but is they that, are <laughs> but they are because because it, it, it involves taking a very you know a, a very big big you know step and and and, and, and stretching yourself because it's just sort of like, you know, we don't live in a black and white world. If, if we did, you know, things wouldn't have color. I mean, it's, that's what it is. I mean, that's, everything in nature is a reflection of our lives. So there's color, natural color throughout nature. I mean, you know, there are wild flowers. <laughs> there, are, you know, there are trees that are green, you know, and, and that's just kind of what it is. So, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I, you know, I, mean, I obviously am from the East, and I'm from New York, but um, I did... You don't say, are you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I am, I am. I'm, but I'm actually not from New York City. Not I'm actually from, a, from a, a, a place up in western New York, which is, you know, farmland. But oh, wow. obviously I've been in a city for a long time. But, you know, I did leave New York, and I did move to California, and I lived out there for 10 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I didn't that? even know that. I didn't even know that. Yes, you didn't know. This. See, you, see, you don't know this. <laughs> but but there's, there's a reason that I'm bringing this up. Actually, there's a couple reasons that I'm bringing this up. Uh, when I was out there, I have to say, I was out there at actually quite an amazing time in history because um, it really was the city of the angels. And, and really, Los Angeles, and to my, my meeting, was really the only place where there was a, a lot of like metaphysical things that were going on. Right. It was really all underground. There was nothing... There was like there were some spiritual churches to go to. Um, there, they, 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 a lot of people like went to the Masonic temples and did you know and did services and did you know validations and did uh, uh, mediumship work. Correct. But, but there, were, there there really wasn't any other places to do it. But what was interesting is that there was a place in Pasadena. I don't even know if you guys even know about it called Manny Hall. You ever heard of no, Manny Hall? No, no. Yeah, well, Manny Hall. Is, I, mean, I don't even know if it still exists, but it was in Pasadena, and I don't know if you remember. Um, any of Catherine Ponder's works, but she was this amazing, amazing little woman, and she would lecture there. So they would, every once in a while, they would have, you know, they would have mediums there, and they would have, uh, you know, she, she did a, a little similar to uh, Vincent Peale's works, 
but she's got tons of books out, you know, like The, the Power of Prayer, The, right. the Healing Series of the, of the Eight Mages. Her, she was like, she was doing the, the positive stuff and thousands of years before these other people were. So I used to recommend her, but I got a chance to meet her at this place called Manny Hall. And so there was a lot of this big movement that was on in L.A. that, of course, nobody knew about it unless you were actually sort of involved in it. And when, when I moved out there, you know, I was, you know, I was like I was a kid. I mean, literally, I was, I was young. And, um, and, and I got pulled into these circles with all these, these people. A lot of them were Brits. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, the, and a lot of them, you know, the, of course, they're, they're no longer alive because they were in their 60s and 70s when I met them. So and they, they just they kind of took me under their wing, and they said, you will do this. And I go, no, I won't. And they said, yes, you will. And I go, no, I won't. You know, I'll, we'll <laughs> one. And, um, and, and, and so I, I got to see it in a, in a very raw place, but in a place where it was very special. And you had to, you really had to adhere, quite literally, to the, what we call the metaphysical laws. Absolutely. And, yes, and if yes. you didn't adhere to them, you had what I call rug-pulling parties, and you landed on your rear end, and you didn't know what the hell hit you. <laughs> right, right. You know, so there were all these, you know, these, these spiritual laws, and it's like, you know, people, they, they say these things to me now, and I go like, do you understand you don't enter vibration without permission? Do you understand that was like right. the number right. one law? Well, you don't walk and, into and, a room and give message. You don't do it. Well, Su- Suzanne, like, like, here's the thing is that, you know, there, there's mediums that are on, on television, like on demon shows and so on and so forth. And I'm not going to mention which ones, but I'm sure you know. You don't even have to. You know, and so here, here's a part of it. What, what do you think the views of people just walking into? Like, I know you already said it's like the ethics of it, basically. You but, don't you know, do it. Yeah. And, and like, it's against the first law, the first spiritual law. You do not enter vibration without permission. Yeah. Now, I, I can sort of share the story because um, I had, a, I had a, an, an ongoing thing with, you know, with, with, you know, because Edwards, you know, Edward, I've known Edwards since he was 15. Absolutely. absolutely. I was the first medium that he ever saw work actually publicly. And he would always say, you know, and when he would see me work, he'd say, like, you'd walk into this room and Suzanne would walk up to you and she'd say, like, you know, can I enter your vibration? And he always like Whoa. he would always scratch his head like you know why is she doing that? Right. And, and then we had the conversation about like because John you don't enter vibration without permission. And at the beginning when 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 I was doing this this that's just the way it was. Now you know if you fast forward if somebody's going to come to my event or they're going to come to your event AJ you know they're there because they want messages so right. they're inviting right. you in. But right. that's different because you're at a presentation doing what you do. Right. right? <laughs> They're not you know? there for coffee and donuts, you know. To, to, you know, to the hair parlor or to the, you know, or to the... <laughs> they kind of know what they're walking the into. Or restaurant in New York City. I mean, he's right. not doing it, you know. <laughs> See, it, that, it makes me crazy. You know, that makes me, um, actually, makes me think about a question. I was going to talk to you a little bit about transmediumship, but you also have to allow that energy to come in too, right? You, like, you can't go into trance without allowing that energy. It's the same thing, yes. I'm a traditional transmedium. It's interesting you mention that because people don't even know that word anymore. But I am a traditional trans medium, and uh, it's it's sort of the same thing. There's there's always an allowance. Now, you know what what again is is a misnomer is that you know they think that the entity is going to come and take over your body. Right. Correct. Yeah, like, yes. Your possession. Never. You know? I mean, could it? Like, if you did trans mediumship and you say maybe you were um, a little bit more vulnerable or something like that, and you then shouldn't you shouldn't be doing it then. Okay. Right. So then, in in Here that is. sense, can it can There'd be a no, nothing can enter your vibration and take over your body without Got your it. permission. Period. Got it. There's a permission base here. And, 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 and the thing, if you're a trans medium, you are literally, you've already established a relationship with what's called your control. Your guy, okay. Right. Okay? right. Now, I mean, you know, probably one of the, the more known, well, actually, he technically wasn't a trans medium, um, but he did do what we call 
exchange work, which of course was Casey. Casey did because he went into what we call the stage of, of, of media, a trance, where he would go into trance, but he would be asking questions going to trance as opposed to working with a control. Um, Arthur Ford right. worked with what yes. was called a control, and his control was this guy Fletcher that he knew as a young person, and Fletcher died. We went, to, went off to war and died, and so he started this relationship with Arthur Ford. Well, he was his control. Uh, Ruth Montgomery actually talked a lot about this in her books. You can see, this, none of this stuff is, is done now because everything is, you know, as you well know, everybody around the corner can do this for the work. And, right, right. and so what happens is it doesn't create, you know, quality or, or the, the depth of how it really, really should be. So, you know, my, I work with a woman, and I, and I don't do a lot of trans work anymore, but I still traditionally every once in a while do it. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Elizabeth. She's, she's Scottish. I've never met her. Uh, but we've built up this relationship, and, and when I do do traditional seance work, which traditional, well, the word seance, which most people do not realize comes from French, means a sitting. So when you're doing it, you are doing what's called in a group as a sitting, at, on a, at a person who's acting as, as an in-between, the medium, small, medium, large, right. <laughs> in-between of, of presenting those messages. So that's really kind of traditional trance work. And there are many mediums who do not do trance work. There are many mediums who do not do psychic work and vice versa. It's, 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 it's really on an individual basis. You know, so it's interesting because I've, I've always, you know, I mean, I've done my, share, my fair share of TV. I've always really liked radio. Part of the reason I've liked radio is because radio works very similar to how our brains work mm-hmm. as mediums because it's all about, you know, how you tune, in, you tune up to vibrations and how they come into and it's always so interesting when people say to me, like, well, you know, well, how do you connect on the radio? And I go, like, well, well what do you mean how do I connect on right. the radio? They're dead anyway. Well, does it matter where the hell they are? Or does, I mean, you know, well, it's you know, irrelevant. The, the, and, and the amazing part, too, is that I, I truly believe that doing radio is the best medium for a medium. Because it, there's no really, way there's no way of vibration. reading the vibration. There's no way, well, not reading the vibration, but reading, you know, facial features and this and that yeah. and blah, blah. Yeah, you know. can't say you're a cold reader. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, we, and, we, and, it was, and it's so amazing because, like, what you have done, I mean, you have done a plethora of work from all over the years. And one thing I, I really want to, you know, scratch the surface of, of talking about is that Gary Schwartz test, you did that many, many years ago with, you know, a bunch of your colleagues here. And, you know, it, it's the Albert Einstein, you know, there's energy that is there that cannot be broken nor destroyed. And you were tested there with Gary Schwartz where he was there trying to validate that there's maybe some sort of proof of the afterlife. I don't know if he was able to prove it, but there was actually oh, evidence yeah, that actually evidence that are there that you yeah. validate john george you know it's it's an amazing yeah. fact i mean what was that experience like because you know what i was put through a test with someone else that did the exact same thing with gary short's test and it was unbelievable because like not knowing the sitter it's a it's a blind test like yes, the it, double blinds and the double blinds too where not only do you not know the sitter but you're not but the other person that's given the information has to sometimes even be in a different room so it's everything is that's what you know what they call like double blind studies um well, what's kind of interesting about this is that, uh, well, two things. Number one is Gary, uh, quite literally, has probably uh, done, done, done more studies with more mediums than anybody else in this decade. So that, wow. that, that says a lot for him because he, he, was, he, was, he was a total nonbeliever. Uh, and and he, was, he was trying to do, actually, he was trying to do the studies very much like a scientist because he right. operates like a scientist. So what happened is that, you know, I had... I had gotten a phone call from HBO that they wanted me to be part of this. And then I, I, it might have been like a day before or a day after that, I get a phone call from John, 
And, you know, because I knew they had contacted him, and he goes, you know, are you going to do this stuff, stupid stuff? And I like, you know, so we had this whole conversation <laughs> about it. And, I, and, and you know, and it's sort of like, you know, I said, well, you know, John, you know, I, I had done this a lot longer than him. I said, you think I need to put wires to my head to prove what I can do? I said, really? <laughs> right, right. So, you know, and, but, you know, it was interesting because he got, you know, he, because it was right before his show came out, so he was kind of like, you know, really kind of gung-ho in a lot of ways of doing it because it was kind of like an, an uptick for his, uh, you know, for his show. For his show, new show, yeah. Yeah, great out there to, on, yeah. on the map with with the, with the documentary, um, but what happened is that I I kept kind of walking away from the project. Interesting enough, and uh, wow. finally, what happened is that uh, and, and it's interesting that, that you know that I, I was walking away from it because of course we learned later on the only reason that Linda Ellaby, um, her company Lucky Duck, did this <laughs> was to disprove mediumships as frauds. Oh wow. Uh, wow! That was her intent. Of course, we didn't. Of course, right. Later on. Um, and then, of course, since she was very wild, but so I, I, I immediately kept walking away. And now I understand why I was doing this. But what happened right after that is that finally Gary called me directly. And he said, listen, you know, you're the pioneer here. He said, I really need you for these studies. Because he wasn't, he, at that point, he hadn't had anybody, so to speak, like on his table, you know, right. in, his, in his corner. He was dealing with, you know, one woman who was a housewife. She had no experiences to meet him at all. So mm. when, when uh, Linda, uh, Linda Ellaby contacted him, or actually Lisa, uh, Lisa the, the uh, producer, did, producer yeah. they said, um, if we can bring you, you know, three of the top mediums in the country, we allow us to film it. So that's how it happened. Wow. But, you, and, but uh, look where you're at today. I mean, you have done so much. And, and for the fact that it was supposed to be in, in a wrong intention of these producers, isn't it look, usually? <laughs> look what it turned out to be is something beautiful and something amazing and, and something that you can share. And it's not something that you're saying, yeah, I'm the best medium, but you truly are like the badass, well, to be quite honest. <laughs> Susanna, it, it really sounds like you're, you're committed to the work, too. Absolutely. I mean, you have a sole well, contract. To, that, to me, it's, about, it, it's not only man, a, a committed to the work, is that, is that, again, it comes back to, you know, I, I, don't, I don't like to use this term, but I don't know how else to do it. It comes back to old school. And, and when, you, when you came from old school and doing this work, everything was based on, not to mention just your reputation. Authenticity. But, authenticity Absolutely. but you know the thing is that it's it's not it's not like you know it's not about like not being known because obviously you know Joan John is very well known and there are other people who are well known and and, and honestly is that okay really that's okay if it brings light to the world Absolutely The problem is this is that once you forget We're... once you forget that this is a service profession and that's what it is well, you just gave, you and just you've gave, lost the whole reason behind it. You just gave me chills because my wife always tells me, she goes, I'm glad you stay humble. You should always stay humble and this and that. Because, you know, what? I've been blessed to do a lot of different things in media and so on and so forth. And even doing the show here and, and get to have so many different people. It's just, you know, I really went when our office um, got a reply back from all these different guests, including yourself. I literally sat in my chair and go, holy crap, like this is all actually happening. And I'm getting emotional because like I never thought I would be doing this on this platform and talking to all these different people. Right. And I'm so blessed that you're doing this and, and being a great mentor and paving a path from not only for myself, but for so many people. I mean, you even have your, your, your other book that's out there that's about teaching about intuition and, and teaching people how to, how to work with their abilities, which is, I believe, um, a medium's cookbook, which is right. Recipe for mm -hmm. the Soul. That's right. an unbelievable, an awesome. yeah, unbelievable tool. And, and what you're doing today, Susan, Suzanne, it, it's, it's like unbelievable. I mean, I, 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 it's hands down and you really are the light and, and you oh, know yeah. people are, are coming to see you from all over the world and, and people are going to be flocking to you because of your soul and who you are as a person and I thank you 
for being who you are. Yeah, your your spirit is so genuine. I love it. I mean, this energy, I mean, you could spread light across the whole entire world, whether you were doing mediumship or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's Absolutely. It's very, very sweet. But it, it's really true. And, 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 I, and I'm, I'm actually glad. Um, and and, and I've, I've followed you a little bit along the way. I want you to know that, AJ. You know, I don't, you know just because I don't contact people because I don't do that. But, <laughs> but, you know, I have followed your work, and I have seen your work, and I know you, got, you, you, got, you have some nice gifts. And, and I have a very good friend who's, who's also said good things about you, Austin Wells. Oh, Austin. yes, yes. And, you know, she's going to be on the show. Her. She's going to be on the yeah, show, too. She's, 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 she's sweetheart, yeah. And we're going to uh, be out there in Norfolk. You are, too, in uh, Virginia at the Afterlife for the con- fifth annual, Conference. Yeah, fifth annual Afterlife Conference. But we're yeah. going to just miss you because we're going to be there in May. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so- we're going to Edgar Casey. Um, Right. Edgar Casey Center, but we're yeah. doing we're doing a thing with Robert Brown. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Yeah, but... I know Robert very well too. Robbie, yeah. Yeah, so he we're... hates when I say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like... I think Austin's doing something with him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so all of us yeah. are doing this week retreat that's out there. But I'm I'm so bummed we're gonna miss you. I was like, all right. <laughs> that's too bad. Yeah, because I, I did the I did the one uh, with them about two or three years ago at at Edgar Casey. Right. But, you know, sometimes they change up and sometimes they bring you know that's that's just they got to do that. That's just kind of the nature of a. You know certain you know certain organizations, but yes, yes, you're going to be here on the uh, on the east side of the uh, of the coast. But I, you know, I come out there. I'll, I'll be out there again in September. We'll definitely hook up and stuff. But you know, the the, the thing is that why? Because you know, to be quite honest with you, um, the, the, the the reality is that I will not be living forever. Forever, you know. Right. Are you sure? Forever, but Are I will you be sure? In this body forever. <laughs> you know, and this, as, as long as this body keeps, you know, it's like this is you know one of these things that you retire at. You, I'm, I'm a lifer. Um, right. So, you know, so as long as I'm going to be here, then, you know, I'm going to be obviously doing what I do. A well-oiled machine, right? A well-oiled machine. Right. <laughs> actually, to be honest with you. But the point is, is that, you know, people, you know, like you, you have to pass on the work and somebody has to pass on the work with this, with this, with this ethics. I mean, yes. it's really, because it's, it's really kind of like gotten out of, out, of, out of hand right now. It really has. And what's happening is that, the, the people that have laid the past, and, and quite honestly, even John, because, because he's no longer on, well, he's, he does evolve, but because he's no longer kind of in the mainstream world of TV. Right. Uh, you know, when you have other people that are on the, this is what people see now. So they right. think that, you know, your wires are on all the time. Right. They think, you know, you're, you're walking down the street 24 hours, seven days a week, giving <laughs> messages to people. And, that, and that's what they think. Yeah, and yeah, if you're and not, that, then you're not good or something, well, right? It, but that, it's not how it works. Well, it's hilarious because people, like, you know, and people that may know my voice or know me, you know, um, they come up to me and go, are you, are, are, you, are you like the Long Island medium? Are you reading me? I go, God damn it. I go, I'm not the freaking Long Island medium. It doesn't work that way. This is not who I am. I got ethics, damn it. You know, right. you yes. know, so right. it's crazy because people have the, the facade dream. or have the view of like what mediums are supposed to do because that's of, what happens when you have mainstream with television. Right. And that's what you happen when you have people that, that you know, that, 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 which is why, you know, I honestly never had very long running television shows because there were things that I wouldn't do. Right. So as a result right. of that, because I, you know, I certainly had the option of doing it because I'm here doing it longer than anybody else. But because of that, uh, you know, it didn't happen for me because I, I just there were things I wouldn't do, and that was that was a simple. Yeah, that. we've had to gracefully, you know, uh, not accept certain projects as well, and we're really trying to when we have those meetings with executives and whatnot, we try to explain to them that the work is not this production. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course it is. And they can use that and, and tailor it the way they need to. But it's not something that's c- created. There's no storyline. I mean, the message is really through spirit and what the people are going through. And I think until, you know, everybody understands that yeah. and sees this work in like, you know, like you said, a service and in the good, loving light, 
I think that, you know, we're, we're still getting to that stage. And, you know, Suzanne, we could talk to you, I think, all day. Really. All day. I love your energy. <laughs> but we're getting like the, you know, this, the, the hand the, signals the, the here. wrap up here. And, 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 we wanna, and you, yeah, I know we, we could talk for, for hours and days. And, and you know, I, here's the thing. I, I just want to thank you again, once again, for being part of the show and sharing your insight and your love and, and your healing messages for people and for you allowing to be um, the seed and plant the seed for so many people. And, the, you know, you're doing so many different events. You're going to be teaching a workshop in Tucson, Arizona, which is about power and intention on in April, April, April 20th. And plus, you are going to be doing other events in Norfolk, um, Virginia. I'm doing the Afterlife Conference in Norfolk, Virginia in June. And I'm going to be in, yes, in Tucson in, uh, uh, in, in April. And I'm going to be, actually, I can't believe it. I'm going to actually be doing an event in Lilydale in August. Oh, my God. I haven't yeah. done one yet. And I heard I haven't done one either. And it's just like, the, you know, when they contacted me, you know, last year, they kept saying, like, you know, like we've been trying to get you for years. Like, right. like I don't know what number you were calling. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you know, so that's that's pretty cool. And I will be back in in California and um, in LA and and. Uh, Sacramento again in September this year. So. Absolutely. Awesome. You know, I'll send you my email and my phone number with stuff. We connect when you're in town. Um, if, for people that can get a hold of you, um, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, you have your website, which is SuzanneNorthrop.com. That's it. Just go to my website. It will tell you all my contact information. If you misspell my name, it won't matter. You can Google <laughs> me. I will take you wherever it is, you know, of wherever you need to go. I have, and I have a great assistant. And, you know, when we do get back to people, and people are always shocked that we get back to people. But we do. I mean, that's, that's just, so awesome. That's all. You know, you can't have some people. You can't have people who represent you that don't, you know, call you back. You right. can't do that. Because exactly. It's just, you know, you've got these people on the other end of the line that I don't have to tell you that, that, you know, the needs are off the charts. And and that's why I'm saying about it is a service profession. And once you forget that, then you really should, what I call, hang up your shingles. Really. Right. You know what? I will always serve my husband some humble pie if need be. So thank you very much for for talking about how you need to be humble with this work. We really appreciate it. And we know that you are. Great. Thank you, guys. Suzanne, Thank thank you so much for being part of the show. Love you. Thank you so much. And I wish you the best in, in your work and continue to do healing and, and continue to spread the seed with so many people. And we'll Fabulous. be seeing you and, soon. Yeah, and send me a clip of the podcast. It'd be great to have it. I can put it on my site. Absolutely. 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 Thank you, okay. Suzanne. Love you. Bye, <laughs> Thank guys. you, Suzanne. Right. Bye. Bye. Take care. Hey, welcome back to the program. You're listening to Breakthrough with AJ Barrera. We are doing our our famous instant karma. <laughs> so here we are. We are doing an instant karma here for those who are looking for a little bit of inspiration for the soul. So do oh, you, I'm going to do the, the honors? Yes. Okay. And this is for Suzanne. So Suzanne, this is for you. Here we go. Whenever your mind wanders, simply begin again. Oh, that's so perfect because of what she was talking about and what she does. So I, I think a lot of that healing energy is going to help other people to evolve. So those who are listening and those who are part of the show, and got the advice from Suzanne. She's unbelievable. So what she's doing here is by empowering you through your words and through her readings. And and truly is what she talked about is that, you know, we have to go through the grieving process. We have to understand that our loved ones are there, but we also have to make our own personal connection and knowing that that is them. We don't really need the medium is that we are just the tool in the cycle of things. Most definitely. And it doesn't even matter if you're in New York because we had Suzanne today and she is from the snowy right now city of new york somewhere over there so thank you very much suzanne for taking that caller it was such an awesome show today we appreciate it so much and thank you for being a fan of the show and being part of our lives today so until next time are are you you ready ready for for a breakthrough? breakthrough you've been listening to breakthrough with aj barrera 